are back with another exciting episode. More rookies to talk about. Wide receivers this time. Um, and tight ends, don't forget. Oh, yes, and a couple tight ends. There are two um, tight ends we will talk about. <laughs> ooh, two tight ends. That is so exciting. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. I mean, tight ends, flyers, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that at a later episode. Um, but let's get into our bread and butter, the meat of this episode. Wide receivers. Um, I... I I don't know if I like rookie wide receivers more than I like rookie running backs. I don't know. Not at all. I don't, I, I mean, know, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe some of them. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, if you go back, you know, the last few years, you go back over the last three or four or five years, you're looking at rookie, run, at rookie wide receivers that people thought would be good, but not as good as they've been. You know, your Odell Beckhams, Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper. Um, I mean, then you have, then you have Kevin White. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You know what I mean? So yeah, you, Kelvin you, Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Um, <laughs> you know, you have people who are, uh, but then you have, you know, your Jarvis Landry's who have had, you know, very good rookie years. Um, so rookie wide receivers, they 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 range the entire spectrum. It's, it's there are miss, yeah. Yeah, there are rookie wide receivers who have been taken in the first five picks who become Pro Bowlers in their first year. There are rookie wide receivers who go in the first five who are Kevin White. I mean. There are rookie wide receivers like Jarvis Landry who go in the second, third round and end up as, you know, pro bowlers and have great rookie years like that. So it's really – it's not so much that it's a crapshoot. It's more of knowing your – you're doing your research and knowing what situations are ideal for certain players and who who you can use to, you know, you know is in a, in a great, you know, team that fits their mold. Okay? True. And who's throwing so, them the ball? Yeah, and who's throwing like, them the ball? Like, that's another – that's really – Who's the quarterback? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing. Who is throwing them the ball? <laughs> Because if you can't get the ball to the receiver, obviously right. he's not going to catch. They it. have no use to them. Anymore. You have yes. they have no use. It's almost so, like almost like Captain Obvious, you know, with hotels. Yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. I mean, we're gonna skip right through the news. We're gonna go right into the wide receivers. We're gonna get right into the you know the most important players. Um, you know, if you you know, we'll start off with let's start off with the number one wide receiver that was taken. Oof. Okay. Okay. The number one wide receiver that was taken in this past draft. Um, was was it, it was DJ Moore, right? Yes, no. DJ Moore. Oh my God, I almost said Calvin Ridley. So holy crap! I mean, crap. it could have been. It could have I been panicked. Calvin Ridley. I panicked. Okay, it, it could DJ. have been. But DJ Moore to Carolina. So DJ Moore went to an absolutely perfect place. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the team that needed a you know a star number one receiver, and while I don't think he has star capabilities, quote unquote. I think DJ Moore in his first year with Carolina will be Cam Newton's favorite target, not named Greg Olson or Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think he's going to be a very good, impactful uh, wide receiver. Uh, right now in my rankings, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I do have him, I think, inside my top 40, 45 wide receivers um, for redraft. For redraft. I, I really do think there's a chance that he will actually move into the top, I would say the top 40. I think the top 40 is a good place for him. I don't have him anywhere out, you know, inside of that because just the touchdown potential, I don't see it. Um, the target potential either with Christian McCaffrey, with Greg Olson coming back from injury, I just don't see it. And he still, I mean, he still throws to Funches. He, oh, yeah, Devin mean, Funches, Funches, Funches. You can't, you can't take him away, you know, but they don't have Jonathan Stewart anymore. They only have Christian McCaffrey. Well, they have C.J. Anderson, remember. That uh, doesn't affect me. But the thing is, is that you're right. Devin Funches is there. But Devin Funches, to me, he had a good year last year. But that was based on there was very limited people 
in in, in the wide receiving core. He's a tight um, end converted to wide receiver. Yeah, my and boy I think, from Michigan. I think DJ Moore <laughs> has the capabilities of being a number one receiver for that team. So for totally. me, I'm 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 in on him as it stands right now. Um, I mean, it it all depends on what your team makeup is and you know where he's going in your draft right now. He's going as the wide receiver 52. Uh, which is about the middle of the 12th round, which is kind of bananas. I'll take it. I'll yeah, that's kind that. of crazy to me. He's going around the same time as somebody I like as well, someone like um, you know, like uh, a Kenny Galladay or a Marquise Lee, Richard Matthews. So I-, I like all of those kind of players in that range, but if you're going for pure upside, uh, I do like DJ Moore the most out of those guys because hmm. he is the number one. Kenny Galladay is the number three. True. Team. Well, DJ no. Moore's not number one yet, but he I, see it. Number one. I see what you're saying. Yes, he's looking at he's looking at six, seven plus targets a game. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, we'll talk about another guy. Um, this one, he's he's interesting. He was drafted somewhat, somewhat high. Uh, Corlin Sutton to Denver. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, they still have Demarius Thomas. They still have Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, where is this guy going to fit in? He could maybe he could play the outside. Emmanuel Sanders doesn't really play the outside. He's more of a slot dude. Uh, I mean, he he played basketball in in college as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we know he can jump. He's you good. know, he's exactly he's he, good in that way. In that way, he's very good. He's an athlete. You know, Correct. this guy's an athlete. He does have a good quarterback. He doesn't have Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch throwing him the ball. He actually has Casey Keenum throwing him the ball. Yeah, I mean, your brother made it a point to tell me, because he could not be here for this. Yes, um, he made it a point to tell me his comparison for Cortland Sutton was actually Laquan Treadwell. Mm. Um, he was saying that he does not have great straight-line speed. Um, you know, he has he doesn't really create his own separation, kind of like like uh, Laquan Treadwell does. So I, I kind of agree with that. I'm not sure I fully agree with that. Um, but I, I, had saw, I had seen him this year. Hey, he's going to be the number – potential number three and a half to four. But, uh, you know, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Henderson, right? Is that the wide receiver I'm thinking of the number three? Carlos wow. Anderson? Carlos, sorry. D'Angelo. No, never one. Yeah. Carlos. D'Angelo Henderson actually plays for them, too. Um, he's a running back. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Henderson actually has been missing in action. I don't think they can find him. He hasn't reported to many. He hasn't reported to training camp. Um, so he could fill in as that number number three. Yeah. However. Even with Henderson there, I still think he could be did draft somebody that was people were very, very high on coming out of college in Deshaun Hamilton. Um, Deshaun Hamilton has really good intangibles. I mean, he needs a ton of work in other areas, but he does have good intangibles um, in terms of his physique, his his speed. Um, so those are things that you can't really coach. Um, so I like Deshaun Hamilton just as much as Cortland Sutton in that way in terms of upside. But I, I do like Cortland Sutton this year in a in the back. You know, he, right now he's going. He's barely getting drafted in some leagues this year. He's he's going as that last pick in a lot of leagues. We're going Sutton. undrafted. Undrafted, yeah, Cortland's gone undrafted. Well, a lot that's of and that's the thing though. You don't, you just don't know with someone like him who has, who where the team already has two solid receivers. Older receivers, so for dynasty purposes, you're looking at a potential fit for him or Deshaun. Definitely, definitely draft him. Mind you, they also got Royce Freeman too, who we spoke about last. So they're so are they going to try to run the ball more? So this 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 one's an interesting situation for. Yeah, I agree. Um, the next guy we're going to talk about this is. Christian Kirk in Arizona. Now, if I was Christian Kirk, I would not leave Larry Fitzgerald's side. I would be his shadow, and I would try to learn as much as I could from Lawrence. 
Lawrence. Larry Fitzgerald is a obviously a first round like first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, we're we're looking at one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game. I mean, first name Larry, last name greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Middle name Lawrence. <laughs> Larry Lawrence. But there's no there is no reason why this guy could not should not be the number two in Arizona. I mean, John Brown. Gone. Gone. Jaron. Jaron Brown, gone. Jaron Brown, gone. All that's left is J.J. Nelson. They don't have um, a tight end. They added Bryce. <laughs> they added Bryce Butler from the Cowboys. Yeah, who could? Oh, I could. I could see that what they. It's Bryce. I mean, he does have speed potential. You know, they can maybe throw him on the outside and put Christian Kirk on the in the slot. Yeah, he. But, you know, he played the slot in college, so. I mean, he's he has a little off-field issues, which. Yeah. Oh, we, which we, was incredible. Did you read the story about that? No. It was like something at a golf course. They went to like one of the P I think it was the PGA tour event or they went to something and they were like throwing. I don't know what happened. Honestly, I didn't really read. I didn't really read it in depth, but it was incredible. Oh, I think I, I saw that. It was just immaturity. The guy needs to grow up. And if he does grow up, he's in better situation. Exactly. Exactly. So. But we've seen from some people, James Winston, <laughs> that we're not, <laughs> that we don't, we just don't grow up. That's <laughs> that is that is correct. Plain and simple, we just don't grow up. Yeah, Christian um, Kirk right now is going in the middle of that early fifteenth round, middle fifteenth round, going undrafted in some leagues. He is going as a number sixty-four wide receiver. Um, so I would, I would, would look far, at him. So. Sam Bradford, if he's playing, Bradford has an arm. He can throw. He's and Rosen. I mean, Rosen's a precision kind of guy, so I like both of them. They're both they're right? both similar types of quarterbacks. In that exactly. Way. So he's gonna get his fill, mind you. You're looking at David Johnson, one of the best running backs coming back. Um, there's okay. still Larry Fitzgerald, who still seems to get 100 catches a year. So let's do a comparison here. If I want, <laughs> you know, pick pick one here. Okay, there's okay. three wide receivers going around the same time frame. Ooh. Okay, it's Christian Kirk. Okay, Christian Kirk, um, Paul Richardson in Washington. Or in Washington here, now. Mm. Here's one for you, Michael Gallup with the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll get into Gallup. We'll get into Gallup next. Yeah. Ooh. So Paul okay. Richardson is in Washington now. Mind you, they also have Jameson Crowder as well. And Josh um, Doxson. And Josh Doxson, who will probably more so be the red zone threat, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, yeah, for the most Crowder, part. Crowder could be a PPR monster because Alex Smith just doesn't throw down field at all. Great. Well, he's kind of tried, but... Uh, he's, he tries, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, just... I think that, you know, Paul Richardson, you know, but just Richardson for comparison could. purposes, you know, if you're looking for your last wide receiver to take to kind of, you know, fill out your roster, Ooh. you know, you're looking at Paul Richardson, you're looking at Christian Kirk, you're looking at Michael Gallup, uh, I would, you're looking I would at... Maybe, I would maybe probably go either Christian Kirk or Gallup there. Yeah, because actually. they're both the number two receiver, number one receiver on their teams, potentially. Well, yeah, so, yeah. Because Gallup could be the number one, as we'll talk about. Gallup could be the number one in Dallas. And Kirk um, is, and could be the number two. Cemented as the number two, in my yeah, opinion. Exactly. So, and Ooh, the whole situation with Kirk that I don't love is the fact that there is so much fluctuation with the quarterback position. Yeah. You know, is it is it Sam Bradford? Is it Josh Rosen? Is it both? You know, rapport. It, it's going to be weird. Who knows? So, and Larry's going to get 150 targets no matter what. So, where does Christian Kirk stand? And there? 140 catches. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, so yeah, so Christian Kirk's an interesting one for me because he is um, the most um, guaranteed to, to play, just like we'll talk about Michael Gallup, um, but it's more about the uncertainty. So for Gallup, it's the same way. Gallup, for me, it's, well, he's the number one, 
Is, but, is he... But forget that. I think, I think it's very easy to pass Alan Hearns as number one. It's to- very totally. Who I, who I actually really like this year. But, but we'll it's, it's, the fact, it. it's the fact of the matter is that Gallup, in terms of value, I'm a huge fan of. Give me Michael Gallup in that 14th, 15th round. I mean, De- every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, is he a number one? Is Dak going to have... Is Dak going to want to throw? Or is Zeke just going to eat up every friggin' carry? And I mean... And that's the thing about Dak, though, is that he doesn't... I mean, even when Dez was on the team and Witten, he didn't really have a favorite target. Like, Romo, Romo, we knew, loved to throw to Dez. And then Witten. Like, those were his two guys. I mean, Terrence Williams, he sucks. Alan Hearns, we we see what the guy can do. He's very talented. It's his first year here, though. We don't know. He's also a speed guy, too. You need a possession receiver. Exactly. You got Cole Beasley, who could still be... Actually, oh, let me let me backtrack. Cole Beasley is one of Dak's favorite Dak's targets. Dak's favorite targets. Still on the team. Michael Gallup. Now, this 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 is an interesting guy. They got him in the third round from Colorado State, I believe. He was, he was a very accomplished college right? receiver, too. Very, very accomplished. And here's a here's a interesting fact, actually, that I found about him. In his last year, so his quarterback had a 101.1 passer rating when he was targeting Gallup. That's, wow. That is very impressive. That means he's confident in his wide receiver. Yeah, so he's very he's solid after the catch, Gallup. He's got great game speed. He uses, and he what I really like about Gallup, too, is that he uses his, I mean, he's not a huge guy. He's not a dead-sized guy. But he uses his speed, or not? I guess his size and speed, to separate himself from the corners. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. and I, I, abso- I absolutely love that. And a lot of rookie like wide receivers, they just they struggle with that. So well, I, 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 I imagine he'll struggle with it as well. But I think I think Gallup is just, and this, I don't like saying this out loud, but I think he's the, the least bust proof. Like I think he's I think he's pretty bust proof. I do. I think he, mm-hmm. he's going to get his targets. He's going to get his opportunities in Dallas. They, you know, they they drafted him as their first wide receiver when they should have potentially looked in that first or second round. But if he turns out to be a, you know, a solid uh, target for Dak, I really think they're going to target him a lot. I yeah. do, and that's what we've seen with Dak is that when he likes somebody, he targets them a lot. And there's so, there's no one else. I mean, there's Cole, right, exactly. there's Alan Hearns. They don't have a tight end now. It's opportunity based now at this point. True. So, uh, true. I, so yeah, well, I'm, in that yeah. in that round, what you said. Like who would you Kirk? Uh, actually, I'm. I guess I'm leaning more towards Gallup now, not because I'm a Cowboys fan or anything. Yeah, I would actually <laughs> probably pick Gallup as well. I think I I would probably pick Gallup over Christian <clears throat> Kirk or two. So, anyway. Yeah. Another one that no nobody really. I mean, obviously, if you do your research and you you look into these guys, you're gonna know who he is. But not a big name, you know, coming out of the draft. Anthony Miller in Chicago. This guy's making huge waves in Chicago. Now, he's got Mitchell Trubisky throwing him the ball, which we still don't know what could happen there. But, I mean, this this guy was – he was incredible at Memphis. Absolutely incredible. The guy plays – I mean, he plays with not a chip on his shoulder, but he's got a lot of confidence. He goes out there, and that's what you want. I mean, that's – well, that's what they were hoping for in Kevin White, who we just mentioned – We've mentioned yeah. him way too many times on this episode, but this is the most Ugh. he's gotten in a while, so I just feel bad for the guy. 
I don't. <laughs> I don't whatsoever. Oh, An- Anthony Miller is not Kevin White. Anthony no, Miller definitely. Not Anthony Miller had a great college a collegiate career. Kevin White played one very good year at West Virginia. That was true. Um, Anthony Miller has four point four seven speed, four point four six speed. He's got he's he has the potential to be a possession receiver. I mean, Mitch Trubisky is kind of coming into his own. We're not sure how much he's going to throw the ball, how much Jordan Howard is going to rush the ball. Um, it's, a new, it's a new offense. You know, Matt Nagy offense. We're not really sure what's going to happen in in Chicago, but they bring in Allen Robinson to be their number one. Okay, that's pretty much set in stone. Taylor Gabriel gets brought in. Well, Taylor Gabriel is more of a you know speed guy. He's more of a kick return guy, things like that. You know, they bring in uh, tight end from Philly. Um, what's his name? Selig. No. Uh, oh, the other guy. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna lose it. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's no, his name? It's okay. It's okay. He's a good. He's a good. Uh, he was a good tight end though too. But he's not. A, he's not a big guy. So you got someone like Taylor Gabriel flying down the field, bringing the safeties back, and then you got Anthony Miller going across the middle. Yeah, it was a moment for me. I had Trey. It was Trey Burton. Um, Trey Burton. Ooh, I, I was struggling. Like oh my god, I can't believe I just forgot it. I like Trey Burton. But anyway, you bring lo- in Trey Burton. I like that. They were camp their entire wide receiver core. They get Trey Burton. They bring in uh, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, and then they draft Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller for me is one of my favorites because you can get him in the 14th round, and I really think he could become Mitch Trubisky's right favorite target. Because the thing is, is Mitch Trubisky doesn't have a favorite target because nobody who's on the starting team, starting wide receiving he core didn't this play year, with last year, <laughs> he didn't play with any of them last year. So at this point, Allen Robinson, yeah, you paid him all this money, but he might like Anthony Miller better. He might he, like throwing to Anthony Miller better. He may like Taylor Gabriel better. I just really we think that Anthony, Anthony Miller has a ton of upside, and the fact that you can get him in the 14th round is bananas to me. Right, um, so right I don't, now, I, right now. I don't like wide receivers. <laughs> I really don't. But I really, if, I, if he's in there, their 12th, 13th, 14th round, I'm going to be looking at Anthony Miller. Hmm. So, Which, Anthony Miller or Michael Gallup? Who do you like better? Anthony Yeah. Um, hold on, let me, let me let me throw another one at you. Hold on. Mm, okay. So Anthony Miller or Cameron Meredith in New Orleans. Oh, so Cameron Meredith now is going to probably be the maybe number the number two. two. Yeah. Again. Um, honestly, I would probably go Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller, or Martavis Bryant. Where's Martavius now? It was in Oakland. Oakland, that's right. They do still have Amari. They just picked up Jordy. I still go Anthony Miller. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't I, like Martavius. I'm, I'm in both. I'm in both those situations. I agree on both. I'm um, just not I, a fan of. I Martavius. like Anthony Miller. <laughs> well, that too. I'm not a fan of him anyway. Yeah. But either, whatever. Ooh, those were good. Um, this Calvin Ridley. What? What? what this? This was a. This was the oddest pick of the first round. What of besides the Cowboys freaking pick? But I mean, it's completely irrelevant to this. It's a fantasy football. He's a exactly, but. exactly. But this this was a very odd pick. You have one of the best wide receivers in the game in Julio Jones, who, I mean, he's 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 my favorite, one of my favorite players in the entire, in the entire league. But you also still have Mohamed Sanu, who had a very good season last year. Yeah. And That's... now I, Julio's not. I mean, he's not he's not old. Yes, he does want to restructure his contract i mean as he should because he deserves to get paid but mind you i guess you got two alabama guys calvin ridley potentially could be another julio jones now if he turns out to be another julio or better than amari because amari 
like we've said in the past, Stone Hands, Club Hands, Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Tries to catch him, <laughs> tries to catch with his face. <laughs> but Calvin Ridley, I mean, there's he was he was fantastic at Alabama. Yeah. That that it, could be yeah. a ridiculous, ridiculous two headed monster. We're 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 talking like Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Tory Holt types yeah. type stuff. Well, they are in different t- in times in their career. Julio is you know he's not an aging superstar, but he's definitely older than Calvin Ridley. Oh, of course. But for redraft purposes this year, um, Calvin Ridley is going. Two almost three rounds ahead of Muhammad Sanu. Uh, hard pass. Very absolutely very odd. Do, do yeah, people know? Do, do people know something that we don't? Yeah, Calvin Ridley <laughs> is going at the end of the eleventh, while Muhammad Sanu is going early fourteenth, late thirteenth. So it's it's I don't like that whatsoever. Calvin Ridley has a lot to learn. Um, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna start out as the wide receiver three. He's gonna kind of fill that Taylor Gabriel role. Um, which could so, be good. Uh, which could be a good learning experience be, for him. Yeah, it could be. And all it takes is just a new injury for him to step into that two role. Um, but for now, I just I don't like the eleventh round pick, especially because he's going around the same time as uh, Rashard Matthews. He's going around the same time as Marquise Lee. Um, you I know. probably would have one of those two guys over because you, you still you still have Devonta Freeman. You know, Tevin Coleman. I mean, he's yeah. he's in a long list. He's at the, he's at the bottom yeah. of a long Calvin list. Calvin is going before DJ Moore, and I'd rather have DJ Moore. It's not yes. Even close. Based on opportunity and yeah. targets and potential, definitely DJ Moore. Not even close for me. Yeah. So, if I mean, if he falls to me, sure. Sign me up. I'll take him. Yeah, exactly. But as of right now, yeah. No, he's, he's definitely going higher than he should. Uh, another guy that's, that's making making moves, making headways, you know, into the, into the headlines. Over in um, San Francisco is Dante Pettis. Hmm. Out of Washington, right? Out of the UW. Yeah, yeah what an awesome. Um, it, uh, the fact that he went what the second round, I think, of the draft, right? Did he um, yeah, really? he went. The, wow. He went. The, he went pick forty-four. Uh, so the middle of the second round, beginning. Yeah, middle of the second round. Um, uh, they have a lot of faith. Wow. So he wasn't on even a lot of people's radars uh, during the NFL draft. They were thinking, mm-hmm. you know, third, fourth, fifth round pick for him. With that. But cut. Ky- but Kyle Shanahan, who is a very good offensive mind, takes him and says, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do work with you." But there's a very good chance they're gonna mold him into a you know a, a very good slot receiver, and that's what he is. He's a five. You know, he's he's six foot one, but he's a skinny guy. He's quick. Um, I just think he has everything that that the, you know someone like Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are looking for. Um, is he you know is he a star potential? No, but he's gonna run a feed ran like a four four forty. Uh, four, I mean, yeah, four, four, five, or four, four, whatever. I mean, he's quick. He's quick. He's out he's of slot. Quick I mean, dude, exactly. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to like his targets. He's going to be throwing to you know Pierre Garcon. He's going to be throwing to Marquise Goodwin. That's, their wide receivers are going to be unbelievably fast. Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis. I mean, so I, that, that could open the field for for your boy Jarek McKinnon. It could open the field for him. <laughs> it's going to open the field for. It's going to open the field for a lot. I mean, unbelievable. They could. Think, they could have a good offense this year. Yeah, I, I do. I think they will have a good offense. Um, I think they're going to open the. You know, for George Kittle. So for the purposes of Dante Pettis, um, he is basically undrafted at this point, and that's where he probably should be because his opportunity isn't um, crazy for redrafts. But in dynasty leagues, he is getting some. You know, some headway. They are liking. Um, from what I've seen in terms of patterns of his draft stock in dynasty. Um, he is going, you know, in a spot where I think he should in that like, you know, late third, um, type early fourth. Um, because I think he has some pretty good stuff. Uh, he's got long he is, arms. He's yeah. Got very he's, long he's, limbs, you know, so 
separate so. himself from the defender. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, he's doing Shanahan quote saying you know he's he's improving every single day. So so that's good. At least he's talking about him, you know, to the media, which Agreed. is good. I mean, if he wasn't doing anything, he wouldn't have said anything. So well, or you could just be like the Miami by like the Miami uh, Dolphins and tell you everybody on my team is they're all Pro Bowlers. They're all great. They're all having wonderful. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody talks up a team more than the Miami Dolphins and Adam Gase, but whatever. Uh, and to finish our list of rookie wide receivers that we think are, you know, going to make impacts and or that were drafted pretty high in the NFL draft, um, James Washington. This is an interesting one. Mm. Yeah. Out, in, out in Pittsburgh. Now he's, I mean, he's a tiny dude. He's like 5'11", like 100 and. 80 pounds, something like that. Uh, no, he's he's not 185 pounds. He's he's over 200 pounds. Really? But he's he is five yeah, he is five eleven though, right? He's five eleven. Yep. But so is Antonio is five eleven, right? <laughs> it's Antonio. Can't talk about Antonio. <laughs> Antonio Brown is five foot ten. Okay. But he plays like he's like six six. Antonio Brown is five foot ten and he runs a four four seven forty. Okay. Oof. James Washington, on the other hand, is uh, an inch taller. And he is what's what was his forty speed? Hold on, four point four forty. So he is pretty much the same type of body in that way, and same type of speed as Antonio Brown. Funny. Are, are we comparing him to Antonio Brown? No, we're not. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was a sixth round pick. But Antonio Brown's Antonio Brown. He's amazing. Yes. <laughs> like we said this before, though, about especially wide receivers. Running backs is a little bit the same, but but wide receivers is if you go into a situation that's going to benefit you. Mostly because there's an open wide receiver spot on this, you know, a wide receiver two, wide receiver three open, like Christian Kirk. Yep. Or you go to a team with a quarterback that has done it time in and time out, and that is Ben Roethlisberger. Okay? Ben Roethlisberger is a good quarterback. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He likes he's to a, throw the ball. He's, he's not a good person, but he's a Hall <laughs> of Fame quarterback. Okay? So Antonio is your number one. Juju showed last year that he's, you know, going to be that number two. But James Washington is going to emerge as that number three. No more Martavis. No more Eli Rogers. James Washington is already that number three without even trying. He is was right. a very polished and you know uh, credited uh, wide receiver in college, and I really think that he is going to have an impact that people don't realize. James Washington is like a fifteen type, uh, fifteen yards per catch kind of guy. I mean, you're looking at maybe 45, 50 receptions, but he could have over seven hundred yards. More, more. I mean, the yeah, past three years he averaged yeah. just over twenty yards per catch. That's in, that is that's nana. That's bonkers. That doesn't. Oh, yeah. I, yes, it's college, but even but if still. you're looking at Martavis numbers, even if you're let's take Martavis numbers. Say he's at that 16 to 17 yards per catch range. You know, he gets 50 receptions. That's a lot of yards. That could be yeah, exactly six to eight hundred yards. Yeah. We're talking about 750 plus yards, and if he throws in a touchdown here and there, I mean, he's going to steal targets and yards and touchdowns away from Juju to the point where I think James Washington is a potential you know last round pick in 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 your redrafts. Yeah, or if you're looking at him and you're like, hey, I don't like the guy I just drafted. Yeah, James after Washington. The, after the draft is over, you're like, all right, I'm going to drop him. I see James Washington. James Washington right now is actually going as basically the last pick of every draft. Wow. And Basically it's a flyer. Worthwhile. worthwhile, because if you have an injury to Juju or you have an injury to one of your wide receivers, your you know wide receiver four, and you have to slate him in at a flex spot, I, I love the James Washington pick. I really do, because you never know how Ben's going to target him. And that offense is on the field a lot. A great offensive line. Ben Roethlisberger. They do have Lev Bell, obviously, Lev still. Lev Bell, Antonio Brown. I just really like their offense this year. Like, a lot. 
<laughs> I mean, every year they they just have a very good offense. Yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. who's there. Yeah, and then the last thing we'll talk about is two tight ends. Neither of them have much relevance in my life. Uh, in redraft <laughs> in general. I mean, I'm not I'm not even going to be – I mean, I don't like rookie tight ends. Evan Ingram is an anomaly. Um, but Mike Kosicki – Let's let's pry you know let's 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 get on the bandwagon just like the Miami Dolphins and Adam Gase. Let's talk about Mike Gesicki. Um, you know, pretty pretty good career um, at Penn State. Um, he's a he's a good receiving tight end. Um, Miami does not target a tight end very often. They don't like the tight end, but it's an opportunity. He's he's going as the tight end twenty three. Uh, I mean, he's going. He's basically your your, your he's basically your bottom end. You know tight end two so if you needed to back up or if you needed to fly or pick up um on a you know on a, a, a week where your number one tight end is on a bye have at it i mean i can't really talk much about him more than that who knows i i, I just don't I, I change my tight ends every week anyway so yeah exactly i don't <laughs> i basically in my in my standard leagues in my you know non-high stake leagues i just basically draft one tight end um in my high you know my 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 big money leagues i will draft more than one tight end for sure two or three tight ends but in a in a regular redraft standard league i don't draft more than one tight end so kasiki is a nice you know upside pick if you want to get him in that last round or if you want to you know draft him as your wide your tight end 24 but i don't see anything more than that personally very athletic guy so yes we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see I think he could evolve into a good tight end for them, but for a team that really doesn't use the tight end much and likes to throw their, you know, fast, um, over-appreciated wide receivers in Kenny Stills and uh, Devontae Parker, then sure, how about it? <laughs> uh, last one, Hayden Hurst. Another one. Uh, Baltimore loves drafting tight ends. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> none of them. Oh, it's like it's it, it's almost like I feel like it's got to be a joke around like the front office. Like it's it just. Has to be. It, Hey, we're gonna pick another tight end, and he's gonna stink. Max, Max Williams and Matt, oh my god, it's unbelievable! Your Max Williams, your Dennis Pitts, your I'm miss, I'm missing some I know for a fact. Nick Boyles, your um, your Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews. I, they they draft so many tight ends, and none of them end up being that great. Ben Watson was their best tight end for God's sakes. I mean, over the last five years, that's embarrassing. Nothing but, nothing away from Ben Watson. He's a good tight end. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. You spend all this capital, draft capital on on tight ends. Um, they take Hayden Hurst in the first. They take Mark Andrews in like third or fourth round Something in the draft. Like that. I mean, I just I don't understand. Odd. But whatever. Hayden Hayden Hurst is another guy like Gasicki. I actually like him just a fraction more actually than Gasicki, because while I do like Mark Andrews a lot, uh, I think Mark Andrews is a really good possession tight end. Uh, I think he's got really good hands, um, and he's a big, very, very large man. Um, I think Hayden Hurst offers a pretty sweet upside. Um, as a you know flyer tight end because there's really no one else besides him and Andrews in uh, in Baltimore. Michael so. Crabtree. Well, yeah, besides the receiving core of True. Willie, Willie Sneed and John Brown, um, I, I'd rather take a flyer on Hayden Hurst. That possibly. is a weird, weird offense. <laughs> Mind you, this guy's a 25 year old rookie too, which is that's that's never good. He's he, and, a, and a tight end nonetheless too. He's, he's yeah, so for dynasty purposes, uh, not a oof. huge fan. But who's who's he joining? Uh, the the likes of Chris Wanky. What was what was he? A twenty seven year old rookie. Chris Wanky. <laughs> Good Another lord. He best. did win, he did win a national title though. Yes, so, he did. so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And a Heisman. And a Heisman, right? So with that being said, um, wide receivers, 
lot of lot of content, a lot of content on these wide receivers. Uh, who obviously a lot of these guys are going later than the running backs we spoke about in the last episode. There's a bunch of them out there that I mean they they could potentially turn into your wide receiver threes, wide receiver two, even some of these guys. We just we we don't know. You know, obviously preseason we got to watch preseason. We got to see how well they play. Do your research. Look up online. See see what the coaches are saying. You know, see where they're playing them. See if they're putting them on the first team. If they're getting a lot of first team action. Okay, that's that's good. May not. I mean, it may not turn out to be that way come beginning of the season. Well, you know, it, it's just it's crazy because it's all wait and see. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, rookies, rookies are always kind of wait and see for the most part, unless you're drafting Saquon. Um, right. Exactly. It's, it's really wait and see from all the you know positions quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end so exactly. that you know that basically wraps up all our rookies so yeah awesome. that's it and then right after this now we're gonna get some really important content right your into values. it yeah Ooh. your values and reaches your busts and steals your oh, positional yeah. rankings overall Love rankings it. i mean we're gonna talk about mock drafts where, we're gonna do you know, some mock drafts too we're gonna do mock drafts we're gonna talk about scenarios you know just it, it's all about you know most people think well you know it's just the draft it's not just the draft it's the you know it's the free you know your waiver wire pickups during the season and all that but it's all about scenarios it's all about well if i'm if i'm the clock i have 90 seconds and i'm stuck between these six players these four players these positional battles what do i do and that's what it's all about that's what it's all about preparing you for is knowing that hey you stick to your rankings you stick to your tiers you stick to you know your your conviction so that's what we're gonna do for the next few weeks oh my god i can't wait yep so excited gonna be amazing it's and it's gonna go by it's gonna go by way too fast too and the next thing you know is here we are beginning, <laughs> beginning of the season uh, so please obviously reach out to us you know at at the fantasy fam twitter uh you can email us the fantasy fam at gmail.com go to our website the fantasy and this is the fantasy fam signing off